Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. Man, you sound like Frank Sinatra now. I see what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is, if that's what Frank Sinatra sounds like, you haven't heard the man. Ah, well, I was I trying to give terrible. you some. I was trying to give you some singing props. No, that do not give me singing props. I'm the wrong person to give singing <laughs> props. You will lose all credibility <laughs> if you give me singing props. So don't do it. All right. You, I don't want you to lose credibility. I, I appreciate that. That is PJ that you're listening to there yep. with the <laughs> lyrical uh, genius. And I apologize for putting you through that. <laughs> and PK here. Just uh, glad you guys are joining us again on the yeah. Diversity on the Hill podcast. You're not here by mistake. So we're glad you're here. How you doing, brother? I, I'm, I've had a very challenging couple of days, but, you know, it's all right. That's kind of part of how this goes. Yeah, man. Well, good for you. How yeah. about you? How you been? I can't complain, you know. If I complain, I'd be ungrateful. It's, it's things are getting busier because it's it always seems like it's busy. Yeah, I love Have it. Have you ever talked to someone? Okay, go ahead. No, no, I say I love it because you're repping exactly why you're busy. Yeah, you know, if you would see him, he has this sweet Cahuta Springs uh, shirt on. So for those of you who are going to be working there this summer, shout out to you. Way to go! I'm sad I won't be there to see you, mm. except maybe if I visit, you know, that kind of situation. We'll see if we can get but. you in. Visiting might be a little harder this year because of COVID, but yeah, we'll, you're, you're we'll, we'll always welcome. We'll figure it out. You know, I love it over there. You guys do a fantastic job year after year, and I know the quality is just going to keep going up because you got a quality camp director but Not quality staff they're the ones who do it all man. oh yeah well that too I that just, too I, I just get the privilege of working with awesome young people if people are ever concerned about the young people of our church mm-hmm. they need to go to a summer camp and watch our young people yeah they're amazing oh yeah they do great stuff yeah but you know what the the, the plea would be and i know there aren't probably any of them listening but there's, pastors, there's one or two pastors that are listening oh get your yeah, young people it, involved Boom, get them involved. That's it. And if you are a member of a church and you have the opportunity to get your young people involved, I mean, give them responsibility. Get them you know, in. Give them buy-in. If you come to Cahutta, maybe not this year because of COVID, right? But if you come at some point during the summer, you get to check out what's happening. It is amazing. These and they can do awesome. this very same thing in your church. You just got to trust them. If you give them the opportunity. So... Here's one of my pet peeves as I've become a, a youth pastor. Ooh, pet peeve. All right. Yeah, one of my pet peeves. Uh, well, I actually have two pet peeves when it comes to, to youth. Okay. One of my pet peeves is when people say, we're dealing with the future of our church. Oh, that gets me too. Oh, I can't stand it. I don't know if it's a peeve of mine, but it does it does stir me. I actually was talking with an, a youth person, uh-huh. and they kind of said, here are the future leaders of our church. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, he's thinking of that term so shallow like sure maybe they're not like on boards or in big positions but they're leaders right now yes you know i I don't know if sometimes this is just the cause of how we embrace some cliches Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when we we associate them with a particular word right so when we think of whitney houston singing a song i believe the children are our future (laughs) That, that could have been where it came from. And Whitney Houston was an amazing artist, too. She now, was, she and sing. I am murdering her song. Oh, that's all right. But anyway, point is, thank you for trying. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what we're getting at is, you know, yes, yes, that is something that riles me up, too. But I'm a youth pastor, so right. I guess it's supposed to. So, yeah, that one just gets gets under my, under my skin. All right, what's the other one? The other one is kind of similar though when they want to put a young when we talk about putting young people into a a position of leadership or have some power have some say or Mm -hmm. get them involved in the church often heard and and, and this is diminishing thank thank the lord it's diminishing Mm -hmm. but one of the things they always say well you know it's hard to get them involved they don't really want to be involved they don't you know they're kind of flaky Mm, yeah yeah and as i as a pastor who's been in the church for a while now Adults are just as flaky as young Good people. Point. They really are. The only problem is, is that they know how to say 
and be flaky in a way that deflects it. Like they'll do, like we started, you know, one of the things, one of the things I was going to ask you is, have you ever heard someone say, yeah, I'm never busy. No, they almost everyone you yeah. talk to, every adult always says the words, oh, just, just super busy. Yep. 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 Even if they're not, they're going to say, my man, I'm super busy. <laughs> so adults know it. Like if you ask them to do something in the church, mm -hmm. I'm just so busy at my family life. I'm yep, putting them it. first. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we know what the yeah. right thing is to say. Yeah and, yeah. and don't tell me you've been to a board meeting and don't know two or three people who are in the board who are constantly always late. They always are. Or who are who don't show up to something. Yep. There's adults who are just the problem is is that youth aren't as refined in how to re, you know deflect it. Just be like, uh, no, or uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, uh, they're honest and they're authentic. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just by default almost, uh, unless they've learned how to play the game. But you know, it, it's it's just like the the whole. Re, uh, I don't I don't say reactive, but this is kind of like somebody walking down the street and say, "How you doing?" fine yeah i'm fine yeah. how are you i'm fine yeah move on like do you really care i heard somebody say you know if you really don't care to know how i feel or how i am don't ask me yeah but it's just one of those pleasantries that has become like mismanners irrelevant i don't know i mean maybe i don't know it's like i mean if you like ask how are we you? talked about mismanners oh and the dessert yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. And waiting yes, for them yes, to yes, eat. yes good point yeah. it's kind of all in that same realm of there's like almost this unspoke of social contracts that sometimes you have to honor and i'm just like why <laughs> yeah why are we honoring these social contracts right well there's there's some, some of that some of them are good i'm not, don't get me wrong no, there no, are no. some things that are good i'm not going there where i'm going is again to where uh, what's our wheelhouse, right? Which is, do we have some of that happening in the church? Mm. Which is also why the youth aren't getting involved mm. or oh, okay. why they don't have the opportunity to get involved is because we feel like you're the future, not the present. Ooh. So, And when you say you're the future, it implies that they are not important now. Mm. Sadly, And they yes. have nothing to offer. Anyways, I got a sermon on that, but let's not get into right, yeah, no, let's not we, we we almost got into sermon time there. Yes, we did. Well, we got straight into it. Yeah, we did go on the hill like immediately. But. Oh man. <laughs> well, hey, the next two episodes we have are going to kind of be like mini uh, half hills, half Click clickbaity. Bait. Yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. use some clickbait stuff to get us into some conversations. So that's what we'll be doing for the next two episodes. We are glad you are joining us. We oh, yeah. hope you're doing well. Yeah, and wait, I haven't forgotten. You're going to share about donuts. Oh, yeah, I did so, say that last so week. Donuts. So we got we to get into that. So I got to do the donuts but, one today. But, but so I got to make that sure that everybody who wants to reach out, diversityonthehill at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And if you want to follow us on Instagram or, you know, communicate with us there, it's at diversityonthehill. With a C, dear ones. For those of you joining us for the first time, we're glad you're here. And we'll be right back after this music interlude. Hey, guess what? What? We're back. Yeah. <laughs> all right let me get let me get straight into this all right mm -hmm. the donuts yes you want to know about the donuts i want to know about the donuts and it does intersect with some things we've talked about before very good covid and donuts okay Have any idea how they inter intersect i do you do how do they i would think so okay where if they're talking about how you can share the germs mm -hmm. via you know touch you know, in surfaces or what have you. Mm -hmm. The donuts normally come in a box that is open and oh. multiple people can touch um, accessing the donuts. Or, so they're, or they're dangerous. They're, they're dangerous. They could be. Yeah, when we when we did recruiting at Southern, we had to have prepackaged things. There you go. It was interesting. One group, never mind. Well, one group, I won't put, <laughs> brought donuts in, but then they individually packaged them after they had bought them. It... Uh, it that it defeats does, the purpose. Doesn't it? Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess not every student's hand is going in there. Only a couple hands. And I guess maybe they wash their hands and stuff. But it, it seemed Did weird to Did they have gloves me. on? I didn't see them prepackaged. Oh, okay, I didn't okay, see them okay. package the unprepackaged. So what is it? They're not prepackaged <laughs> if they came unpackaged. No. So what are they? Are they're, they post-packaged? They're post-packaged. Post yeah. post <laughs> they got some post-packaged donuts. No, this is even better. Uh -oh, so okay. Krispy Kreme is in the news. Now, you know that I don't 
Yeah, we know how you feel about Krispy Kreme. All right, so even though your shirt, you're wearing their colors today, but that's all right. All right, all right. So Krispy Kreme, here's the the headline. This Uh is an amazing headline. Krispy Kreme will give you a free donut, okay, every day in 2021 when you show your COVID-19 vaccine card. Are you kidding me? I know, right? (laughs) Mercy. Every day. They will give you a donut, a Krispy Kreme donut, every day you go in when you show them their card. What do you think of that? Uh, great encouragement for someone who actually uh, cares to have a donut every single day. But here's the thing. You don't have to get it every day. No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. They're I'm not saying, saying you have to come in every day. They're just saying, here's a here's something we will give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And I it'll just, be up to every day. I, I was being I was going down the healthy route. I was being facetious. Oh, but yeah. no, no, no. But but in the end, it's still like, whoa. It's like what a way to encourage people to get vaccinated. Mm. What what's interesting here is the, going down the health, it is a little bit funny. Because the, one of the reasons they're encouraging is, is so that you stay healthy. Exactly. That's exactly why I was going that way. I just didn't elaborate. Now, while you might not get COVID from eating a donut every day, oh, you might get a myriad of other things. Oh, yes, you Maybe will. diabetes. <laughs> Heart disease. Right, let's keep I mean, going. I'm, I'm assuming you're... You, you might get the flu out of it. I just thought it was interesting where it intersected between a couple of things we'd been talking about. Mainly, I had been talking about donuts. Well, shout out for them, at least for trying Krispy Kreme. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, but then there, did you see the tweet? There was a tweet going around. Um, I, don't, I don't remember if it was from a major news source, but they were discouraging people from taking pictures of their, vaccinate, of their vaccine cards mm. and putting them online. Oh, really? Like they're putting, they're posting on social media the fact that they were um, vaccinated, which is great. Mm-hmm. But supposedly they're violating HIPAA policies or regulations. Wait, wait. When but it's your that. own card. Yeah, I don't, I don't You can do your own card. I, That's not HIPAA. I, I don't If know. a doctor posted my card, then it would be like, yo, dude, you're, you're doing the HIPAA thing <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it was just very interesting to see that dynamic. Hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm curious. I'd like to see that to see their exact reason. Because that doesn't. Yeah, anyways. So, yeah, well, the vaccine is out, and that's been uh, very controversial. Yes, it has. I don't know why it's a political issue. It shouldn't be political. It should be. And and here's the thing. Whether you believe in it or not, it is what it is. But if you have it, you can get a free donut. (laughs) And if someone gets it, remember, it's their choice. If someone doesn't get it, remember, it's their choice, please. Still. I saw why I say that is the other day on Facebook. I saw some. Some people who I had known in the past. I mean, I guess I still know them. Mm-hmm. But they had a very interesting uh, discussion. And I wouldn't even call it a discussion. It was more of an argument. And okay. Someone just put a, a, a not a very not nice meme when someone posted that they had gotten the, the vaccine. Oh. So, anyways, then there were a discussion arose from that. and it was. I thought that they had gotten COVID, but no, it's the vaccine. No, they had gotten the, the vaccine uh-huh. and someone posted a meme uh, that wasn't that was mean, a mean meme. Oh, to basically say, "Hey, really? why are you showing off, you lab rat? <gasps> uh, are you are you happy that you're a lab rat?" Type of thing. So, Ooh. yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't the best way to start a conversation. Yeah, I don't think was so. it. No. So, if you're listening to this, don't do those things. Please start don't. a conversation. Yes, and do it respectfully. Nicely. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, the dynamics was interesting there, and there were some dynamics in. in, in Anyway, I won't get into that. All right, all right. So we, we're not talking about vaccines. That's no. not that's not the title. Well, of we are episode, talking about vaccines. We vaccines are. and donuts. If you well, want a free donut every day, get a vaccine, go to Krispy Kreme. Oh, it's all rhyming. Go yeah, get a vaccine, go to Krispy Kreme. You sounds like you're the one that's rapping. Yeah. I don't have to, you know, put my stuff aside. Right. I don't know. But but the idea is this. All right. So so let's hang in here for a little bit then. What are we we're hanging in here? Yeah. Okay. What are we doing? Because this is a this is a difficult conversation to have. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're a conversational podcast, right? The idea is to encourage you to have these kind of conversations. So uh, vaccine conversations are complicated. Mm. Um, there are people who believe that it's pointless to get it. Mm-hmm. There are others who believe that it is essential to get. Mm-hmm. There are some people who have different theories of what would happen if you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it is related to religion. So this is why I was saying this is probably somewhere where we can park for a little moment. I know yeah. it wasn't necessarily what we intended, but... Okay. What is your take on vaccines? I don't have a problem with them personally. Okay. Right. Um, mm-hmm. 
if I, if I feel like I don't need it, I, I won't get it. I've traveled. I've been, I've lived in another country. I had to get five or six vaccines to live in that other country. Right. I know missionaries oftentimes when they go have to get vaccines. Mm -hmm. My wife was a missionary's child. So she got tons of vaccines growing up and yeah. vaccines that, you know, normal people here would be like, we don't need that. Well, she did need that to go to that part of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, my wife only has grown three tentacles because of it. Um, <laughs> tentacles. So tentacles. Yeah. So no, no big deal. Oh, no, nothing has happened to her. She's, she's been fine. <laughs> I, I, and I do know there's some controversy and some research and some things that some people believe it points to, you know, maybe certain issues, maybe right. autism. Personally, I haven't read something that has linked that personally. I know other people have, have had arguments and, and I know that there's, you know, controversy with that. Yeah. I, I, the only thing I can speak of is I'm comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. I will end up getting the vaccine myself. I'm actually scheduled for it already. And that's not a brag. This is, and I'll tell you why I'm getting it. I, I do feel like if I got COVID, I'd, I'd be okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know, yeah. but I think I would be okay. I'm a relatively healthy guy. So, you know, until I start, get the vaccine and then I'll be unhealthy because I'll be getting a Krispy Kreme donut every day because it's free. Come on, it's free. It's <laughs> not the me, best, but it's free. Me. I'll go with you. Yeah. Um, I will not be getting one every day. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Definitely not. But as far as like, like for me as a camp director, mm -hmm. we're actually encouraging our staff members to get it, but we're not requiring it. We're saying, hey, it's your choice. You do it. But here's some ways it's going to help us. It's actually going to help us run camp normally. Mm -hmm. So in other words, staff members can interact. If all of our, if all or most of our staff members have it, they can interact basically normally. Yeah. We won't have to have certain pr protocols, you know, some of those stricter protocols in place. Mm -hmm. Also, if you get the vaccine, you don't have to be quarantined if you come into contact with someone Oh, that's for, helpful. For a while. There's that after a while, helpful. you do have to. But for like right. the first 90 days or 120 days, I think they might be extending it. Mm -hmm. uh, the CDC has said, hey, if you... So imagine that. What it, what happens if I have to quarantine half my staff? Oh, that'd be terrible. Camp is done. Yep. And so that's it why is. we're encouraging. But once again, it's a free choice. I don't want someone to, to hurt their own moral compass or decision. Mm -hmm. The research that I have done into it makes me safe. I've talked to a lots of Adventist and non-Adventist doctors that I trust. Mm -hmm. While... Some of them aren't excited about it. None of them have said, I would never do it. Uh, I've actually knew, knew a doctor that was relatively said, I don't want to get it, but I'm going to get it because of this reason and this reason. Okay. So the research that I've done, everything I've looked into. And part of, the, part of the problem is it's been political. Part of the problem is that there are small recesses of the internet that say things that are, you know, and neither here nor there. I'm not an expert. I'm not an epidemiologist well, how do you say that epidemiologist sure but most of them say it's okay mm -hmm. so I, I guess i'm going to trust the people that god has put in my life that are the professionals in those areas mm -hmm. and get their advice yeah as opposed sense. to the people who god has not put in my life yeah who and so that's kind of where i stand on it very good i am not a fan of vaccines okay like that's just the where i stand uh but in my case, like now, based on my environment, mm -hmm. I actually already got my first vaccine. Oh, okay. So nice. the the interesting thing about that is I work around young people mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that they don't go into quarantine because of me. Now, mind gotcha. you, now, mind you, mm -hmm. I know you can still carry the, you can still be a porter, even mm -hmm. though you have the vaccine. Um, but my thing is, I don't want to take the risk of getting it and it beating me up that's the selfish side of it mm -hmm. and then the other side of it is if i can help not take it home mm -hmm. because my wife is high risk or to take it to someone else or to home. take it that's that's where i was going next yeah. right because i visit people as right. well and spend time with others i would rather be on the cautious side now mm. i do not appreciate being a lab rat i don't i mean here's here's something that i i vow by i never buy first generation apple products mm. Because okay. guess what? Mm -hmm. You're the lab rat. You're the one they're trying this stuff on. I mean, kind of. Well, kind of. But I mean, at the same time, the, you know, the, the working, um, how it functions and all of that and sure. your opinion and, and what the glitches are and all that stuff. Sure. It comes from the people who got it first. Yeah, there's beta testers. Yeah. I mean, but, but if you're a beta tester, it's like, to me, that's more the vaccine. Some of the first vaccine people who were 
the ones that they were actually doing the research on. Because there are people who volunteer. Those are the true lab rats. Those saying. are the true lab rats. Those are the beta testers. Okay. But what I'm saying is the longevity and the reality of how well it functions, you will not know unless it's over time time. Sure. And I and I totally agree. You don't know the long-term effects of the right. vaccine. Right. We have had other vaccines, though. Yes. That are similar. Yes. We've also, and here's the thing, we also don't know the long-term effects of COVID either. Correct. So either way, you're still you're you're playing a gamble. Yes, either way. So so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I am not a fan of vaccines. Okay. Um, I like never got the flu shot. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't. I, I, I don't believe. I, I think in I that. got it like once. Right. But but in the end, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to be selfless in this process. Is more my approach when it comes to this particular circumstance. Sure. Well, and, 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 and here's and the, a little selfish too because I'm like, I'd rather not get beat up by COVID. But anyways, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I, I trust the people that God has put in my life that mm-hmm. are the medical professionals. Yeah. And like I said, to a T, I still have not found one that has said it's a dumb idea to get it. Some may say, well, I I agree more with maybe doing it the health a healthier route of mm-hmm. diet and all those kind of things. Yeah. But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean it protects the other people in my life. Right. I'm sure I'll be fine. Uh, but I'm a fan of vaccines overall. Not necessarily. I don't like I, I think I've gotten the flu vaccine once mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. It's just like, okay, whatever. It, it, it doesn't affect me that much. And when I get sick, I don't go around people. I, under, I understand that. But I'm a fan of like the polio vi- vaccine because it all but eradicated polio. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And so to me, it's like uh, the proof is kind of in the pudding a little bit okay. that it has shown God has given us science for a reason. And it's he's given us these medical advancements that I feel like, yeah, I'm going to use them if they have been proven to be effective. For instance, cancer. If someone gets cancer, I don't know if anyone is going to be like, well, I do know of one or two people who might. But the majority <laughs> of the people aren't going to be like, no, I'm not going to take chemo. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to do certain precautions that might help me beat this or live longer. Mm-hmm. But those are actually poisons. Right. Right? Right. But they'll do it so that they could possibly live longer or beat it. Yeah. And so obviously there are some things in our lives that we live in a sinful world. We're going to have to compromise at times. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. You know, and I think that what, what we're trying to get at when the, in this particular conversation about vaccines is do not play judge. In other words, yeah, if someone gets it for whatever the reason is, good for them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they don't have faith. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they don't trust God. It doesn't mean that they want to be lab rats. Mm-hmm. You know, what it means is that they feel convicted that they should go this route. And like you said, God has given wisdom to doctors to use what God, the wisdom God has given them to create these vaccines to try and help. Does it mean that they got it figured out and it's perfect? No. Nothing on this earth is perfect. Newsflash. Yeah. The water you drink, by the way, may be contaminated and cause cancer. Nothing's perfect. Nothing is perfect. <laughs> and that microwave that you enjoy using that cooks your food really quickly or makes you great popcorn yeah. is releasing radio waves that is bad for you. That cell phone that you use so regularly, so closely, so often yeah. is also emitting radio waves that are not good for you. So, so the idea is, dear ones... Let's not play judge. Let's just support one another, even though we don't agree fully. And let's, Paul's method, remember? Paul's method. What was Paul's method? You have your method? weaker brother and, and, or the stronger brother. Some allows you to do this or not to do the other. Because I am fully convinced the vaccine has nothing to do with your salvation. It has nothing to do with the mark of the beast. Nope. It has nothing to do with whether the grace of God will cover you when he comes back. Mm-hmm. It is decision about health and you can make the best decision that you can and paul even said this in his verses hey listen what someone else is comfortable with let god take care of that amen right that's right and and so anyways that's that so crispy cream and that took us down that road yeah sure did thanks a lot for making it serious man you're welcome no it's good <laughs> and we'll be right back after this break and i'm going to bring you a little bit of another clickbaity oh clickbaity yeah. okay but this is going to be more along the lines of our the conversation about asian hate and asian uh discrimination Ooh. we'll be right back Runners. 
All right, we made it. Yes, we did. Yo, I love those jams. Boom, boom. All right, let me let me see this. I, I pulled it up and then I lost it, just like a professional would. All righty. So I was looking on uh, Instagram the other day and I ran across this post from a lady named Michelle Kim Kim. I don't know if that's her that's her handle. Okay. On Instagram. And it, it got me thinking because we were, you know, we, we dove a little bit into the the Asian discrimination. Yes, and we did. Prejudice the other day. You can check it out, the previous episode. Yeah. And let us know what you think. If there's some things that we need to clean up or, uh, you know, explain a little bit more, let us know. Diversityartonhill at gmail.com. Boom. So Michelle Kim says this. I guess she had been saying some things about when the shooting happened, some of the, the papers... Um, put name the names of the victims in their paper and got them wrong. Oh. Right. So they yep. either misspelled them or put in part of the name. And she had been talking about that mm -hmm. uh, previously. And so here was her response to this. Why the name thing is so triggering to me and to many other Asians, a thread. So why is this name thing triggering her? I spent my entire adult life in the U.S. by my nickname, Michelle because I hated dealing with the burden of correcting people each time they got my name wrong. So that's the first part of her thread. Yes. So as I start to read this, I'm like, okay, interesting. Um, I knew I worked at a, at a high school once that had quite a, a decent Asian population mm -hmm. and all of them would come in with an Americanized name so that you could, I don't know, I guess say it easier or I'm not exactly sure all their, their reasonings behind that. Yeah. The second part of the thread. I hated the shame I felt every new school year when a teacher would butcher my Korean name on the roster. If I went to a school with a lot of Asian kids, you know the drill. Teacher mispronounced Asian names. Students, uh, I go by Peter. Other kids chuckling. Some teachers would outright ask kids to use anglicized names. Yeah, anglicized. Anglicized yeah. name for their convenience. Mm -hmm. She's capitalize their convenience. My dad changed his legal name to Justin when he was naturalized. He didn't want to deal with the disrespect, but most of all, he didn't want to inconvenience, inconvenience to others. Mm -hmm. And there, there's a lot of layers in this. And I want to talk about this and how you think about it. Uh, but I'm also going to call someone and try to get their perspective on it as well. Cause sure. it's very interesting. Many Asian people change their names to deal with less harassment to integrate faster, to make things easy for them and others. And a lot of people do it to belong. We talked a little, we touched a we little did. bit on we some did. of these issues. When my grandmother passed last month, we had uh, to correct the memorial uh, service people multiple times to get her first and last name written correctly. Half of her first name was, uh, half of her name kept being written in the middle name section on her death certificate marker and everywhere. It was exhausting. These might be simple inconveniences to people, but our names are our identity. It's our heritage. It's what we have left to remind us of who we are, where we come from. My grandpa gave me my Korean name. It has a beautiful origin and meaning. I, I am ashamed I don't use it today. Mm. Every time I see the victim's names outright missing half of their first names, it's like a gut punch that reminds me uh, their lives don't matter enough to these journalists and law enforcement. Mm. It reminds me that all the times my parents had to laugh along with people making fun of their names, disrespecting them, or getting frustrated about their names. I hate that they apologized when other people didn't get their names right. We have nothing to apologize for. So yes, getting our names right, uh, bad word, matters. It matters to me. I'm grieving so many losses. It's not easy to advocate for my people through my own trauma and grief while being triggered every, another bad word, mm -hmm. uh, second by careless mistakes. So please get their names right. Stop with the excuses. It's not that hard. Try living in our names. Wow. So I must say, the, the, the original time I read this, about halfway through, I, I wasn't probably as understanding and compassionate as I was, as I read towards the end of it, right? Mm -hmm. But I do think it's a little more nuanced 
and a little more interesting. And some of this goes back to what we were talking about, about cultures and mm-hmm. when you go someplace and, yeah. and kind of the, the things and changes. But what's your kind of first... You have a hard name, by the way. I do. And so I think this is actually kind of could be cool to, to interact because Curcio is not a normal name. I remember the nope. first time I heard it, you had to repeat it to me a couple times. Yep. And and you even had to say it in a way that I could understand it, right? Yep. Because I remember the first couple of times I'm like, I don't know that dude's name. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. And, yep. And, and, That's it, how it goes. It's something that I'm not sim that I was um used to so when you're not used to something it's easier to forget it yeah 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 so it's something i can relate with Mm -hmm. and it uh okay so uh, a lot to unpack here yeah 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 i'm I'm trying to see how how i want to go about it but okay so uh my name is intended to be said in spanish right Mm -hmm. my uh, father is senior say it in spanish Kircio. Okay, so my father um, is senior and I'm junior. Uh-huh. And my grandfather, the story goes, he was working out in the field one day. My 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 parents are Dominican from, from the Dominican Republic. Uh-huh. And my grandfather was working out in the field. The name hit him and he gave it to my dad. He was next. Do you like, know where he get it, got it from? Nope. No, it to this he, day, we have no idea of origin and my grandfather passed away. Now, and let me ask you this. Because I had never heard this name before. Mm-hmm. Is it a common name in... It is not. Okay, I didn't think so. To but my knowledge, to... there's only two Curcios, and it's my dad and me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done some investigating. I don't know how thorough, you mm-hmm. know. But but the idea is we have seen C-U-R-S-I-O mm-hmm. spelling, and it's Japanese. Oh, okay. Right? Um, and most people, when they saw me, at least when I was going to college, was the first time I heard somebody say... I thought you were Japanese. Oh, interesting. You know, um, but it's, yeah, because Mota actually has a little bit of an Asian sound to it as well. Correct, but it's actually Portuguese. Interesting. Uh, so we did some investigating there, and um, we have kind of where the where the last name originated. Mm-hmm. Mota was in, in Portugal, and yeah. then we had some. Uh, we have some Brazilian in our okay. descend in our line lineage okay. or what have you and anyhow point is that yes i have a, a very interesting name and uh it was a challenge growing up because not the people in the spanish community the people in the spanish community can see the spelling and if they're going to say it in spanish it's they pretty straightforward s- they say it as they see it right, right. it's pretty straightforward however um when you go to other ethnicities mm-hmm. or cultures if you will mm-hmm. They have a hard time with it. So I came up with the moniker that I think is what helped. Yes. Not you, but it helped others. No, it did help me too. Okay. <laughs> yes, it did. Which is, you know, you tell someone don't curse you. Yeah. And then that dropped a don't and you get curse you. And, and that's kind of how I started to work with that. But I did reach a time in, in my life when I didn't like my name. Mm. Now, and why was that? Because it was Because it was because- so hard. It was so hard for people to, to use. Mm-hmm. And um, my middle name is David. So I would use that very common name. Can't, so can't see you as a David. <laughs> you just messed with my brain. Oh well, there you go. And um, so I was always going by David, and it was just easier. Mm-hmm. Now, when it came to legal documents and what have you, then people would be like, "Oh wait, wait, like, wait, wait, your name is not David." I was like, "No, David is my middle name. It's still my name, um, but my first name is Curcio." So, anyhow, I can relate with that. And, and, you know, the, the truth is she is obviously coming from an Asian perspective. We're talking about what happened with Asian hate and what have you. But it happens to a lot of Spanish people, too. Well, um, it happens to a lot of African-Americans, too. Because and I was going to go there next. They choose. Yes. Sometimes their names are not anglicized names. Correct. So, so the interesting dynamic is now going back to that whole setting, right, and mm-hmm. culture and all of those things. You know, I know you and I were kind of. Not sure if we were agreeing or disagreeing. I don't on, know. On where, Can you tell us whether we agreed we or disagreed? Because I still don't know. <laughs> on where we were when it came to that. But it's like, okay, so you move to a new place and you have to embrace a lot of the new place where you're at. Uh, does that mean you have to change your name so that way you can fit in? You know, like these are the kind of challenges that happen uh, when you're trying to establish a multicultural environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we have to be aware of these things. Why 
is it so difficult? And this is just a question that I have. You don't have to answer it. But why is it so difficult for us to try to make every possible effort to be able to say somebody's name? Well, here's the thing. And I don't. I think most people would make the effort if you said that was your name. Right? Right. Now, now I, I, and she does share the thing here where someone once asked her or her parent, um, teacher outright asked uh the kid, okay, so it wasn't, I don't think it yeah. was her, but ask them to change it for their convenience. I disagree with that. Now, and, and here's the thing. Right now, there's a lot piling on, obviously, this young lady's shoulders. Right, right, And she's right, feeling right. a lot of pressure here. The, yeah. So here's the thing. If someone doesn't want to make the effort, if someone makes fun of your name, mm-hmm. and it's not one of your boys, you know, if someone makes fun of your name or over-exaggerates it, those things are 100% wrong, and that person is being insensitive. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that statement, and that should never happen. Like, you know, if you're laughing at someone's name because you think it's funny-sounding, that's insensitive, right? Okay. But I'm, I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. Yeah, go but ahead. But here, here's my thing. If you have an, a true inability mm-hmm. to say someone's name, but you're trying, then I see the, the place where it's like, hey, can I— do you have a nickname? Is there something I can use to make it easier? But that is not the norm. No, no. And I have done that once or twice. It's like, hey, do do they call you by something shorter? I'm just not getting it right now. Exactly. But that is not the norm. Look, I remember a specific experience that I had in middle school mm-hmm. where I had just gone to a brand new school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seventh grade. I remember like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we're going around with names, and 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 one of the guys was just like, man, I can't say this guy's name. You know what? You look like Alf. I'm going to call you Alf. Well, that guy's just being a jerk, but that's not okay. the norm. Okay, no, 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 no. It wasn't. It okay. wasn't right. everybody that was doing behaving that way. Okay. Okay, just so for the record. So what's the norm? Okay, the norm is, now I'm going to try to look at it from both, both perspectives. All right, all right. Okay, one perspective is we're going to try, and if we don't get it, we give you a nickname. Like that, that happens. Like I'm not talking about Alf. There are people who call me uh, K. Other others call me uh, Cursey. Uh, I got friends that call me Curse. You know, just just because it's easier for them, right? But these are the nicknames that they gave me to help themselves because they struggled with saying my name. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, I don't know. Like now, you could call me anything. Just don't call me late for dinner. You know, kind of situation. Okay. But uh, you know, <laughs> as I've gotten older, I love my name. It's unique, and and I tell people my name is Curcio. And when I see them struggle, I was like, "But you can call me David." You know, like like that's what I I give them the out, right? And and but, here on this podcast, we call you PK. I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry <laughs> we did it. Look for the moniker and and for it. You know, it's all good. It's all good. So then you go back to to the whole idea of now the other side of the coin. Once. I run into that experience where somebody has a hard time with my name Mm -hmm. to the point where they're just like, you know what? I ain't even, I don't even care. I'm just going to, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, maybe it is that hard. Maybe I'm the problem. You know, maybe my name is the problem because when I went through that phase of man, I don't like my name because everyone has a hard time with my name. Mm -hmm. Not everyone. Most people had a hard time with my name. Then I, I take the approach of I'm going to find a way that I don't have to keep having this difficult conversation with people. Mm-hmm. Like you just get tired and sure. it's just and, and it's just like, man. And, and I think that it plays a little bit into where you fit in. You want to fit in like like you remember um, Cheers. Oh, man, I'm so Where everyone dating knows your right name. Now. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah, your yeah. name. So, you I'm sticking way too much on this podcast. <laughs> it's all good. I like it. So, so no, the, you the, don't. The, stop lying. Oh, come on. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Uh, here Cheers. You go. He's going to be like, oh, curse everyone your knows kind. Your name. Blah, blah, yeah, exactly. Blah. Anyhow. So <laughs> curse your kind. <laughs> here we go. But yeah. <laughs> um, so so it's just, it just, you know, you want, you feel like you belong when somebody knows your name. And, and it does play into that. And that's the other side of the coin, in my humble opinion, for people who have difficult names. You know, they just feel like we don't belong. And and her point was, like, I was born and raised here in the States. I, myself, was born here in the States, you know, and raised in the States. And it's just one of those things that you just got to deal with. You know, it's 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 hard. So, so what I'm getting at with the point on the other side of the coin is if – people struggle and you keep having this experience over and over and over again to not have to have it again you just succumb to all right i'm just gonna call myself something else 
And I'm sure that a lot of Asian people who come and already have an anglicized name that they chose mm-hmm. was because they were instructed to do so just to make their lives that much easier. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that point. And I know that the kids that came to my school, they came with the, with the name ready. They had chosen one already because it was going to be easier for the teachers. And, and, and newsflash. Kids can be mean sometimes. Oh, yeah. Kids can be, well, adults can be mean. They yeah, just, they too. Once again, we go back to the original part. Go ahead. Adults are just as mean. They're just more refined in how oh, they do it. Oh, I like, I like it. I like okay? it. Yeah, thank they, you. Thank they, you for They know how to hide it better. They know how to. Uh, anyway. Sure, sure. Okay. But I, I feel like, I, and I do feel like sometimes kids are mean be, out of ignorance, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. out of, they, they don't often, realize more exactly. Often than not, yeah. More often than not, yeah. So when I moved to Thailand, Okay, I know I've been using this a lot, but because I do believe there is, there is some, some overlap. Some overlap. Yeah, my name was hard for them to say, it, it, and there's certain names that are just hard to say because your tongue is not used to it. Right. Listen, being bilingual, we know that there are certain words that our friends just can't get, and there's other words that are a lot simpler. Agreed. Right. There's some words that I. Get that I still can't I say, say in yeah. Spanish. Yeah. And English too sometimes. It's just well, challenging. Oh, well, I can't say anglicized for some reason <laughs> every time, right? <laughs> so I'm messing up. All right, yeah, just continue. Just continue. Just continue. They already know. They already know. <laughs> so anyways, it's... And so when I went over there, there were people who had a hard time knowing my name. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it had nothing to do with the fact that I was different. It had to do with... The tongues were different. Yeah. There is no way on earth I could have said some of the Thai names. Now, some of the Thai names I was actually was able to get. And over time, I'm sure I could have learned some of those names. Mm-hmm. But giving me time, right? right? Giving me patience to learn that. Because the Thai language is a tonal language. And if you mess up by a tiny bit, I actually have a funny story about that. Uh-oh, I want to hear it. All right. All right. So we're going off a little bit. Go ahead. So I tried to learn the word for banana. Okay. Right? I went up to the, the, the snack shop there. Now remember, I'm the chaplain there mm-hmm. at the school and the, and the ladies were there and they were, they were asking me what I wanted. So I pointed to the banana and I asked her, how do you say banana? Right? So she told me how to say it. It was something like similar to glue eye. Okay. I don't know how I remembered that because I remembered almost nothing of the, Oh, <laughs> of I was going to say like. Now, it was something like that. So I said glue eye. Okay. But it's all in how you say it, right? That, that little emphasis at the end. And I'll be honest with you, it was so difficult. I almost never heard the difference. And they do this with a lot of words, like rice is cow. But I may be saying something else because it's also three other different words. They taught me the word for beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked, I asked the lady who was teaching me, hey, what's the word for beautiful? And so she told me, and I said it, and she's like, oh, no, 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 don't say that. I was like, <laughs> why? She's like, because what you just said is unlucky. Oh. Now, in the Asian culture unlucky is not a nice thing to say to someone right there to say they were unlucky is almost like an insult there in thailand Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i was actually i could have been saying hey you're beautiful but i might have been saying something like you're unlucky so let's go back to the the snack bar i hope you were only talking to alana when you were saying she's beautiful but yes or (laughs) not necessarily saying she was beautiful your house is beautiful i'm just kidding man i'm just making being difficult whatever thanks a lot for giving me trouble So I asked her about bananas. So I said it, and then they started to snicker and laugh. And I was like, uh, what's wrong? This just wasn't nice when they did this language because the the word that I had said actually meant male's genitalia. Oh, no. <laughs> so imagine that you're coming up as the chaplain, and you're like, hey, can I have a... Banana. Banana. <laughs> but... Anyways, so they oh, were laughing man. at me. So I yeah. never said banana ever again. I just pointed every time, and I just <laughs> just just give me that. Yeah, that, that was a good move. Wait, that was a good move. So, but Thanks but here's the thing, because it was such a tiny difference, mm-hmm. and in over there, you know, with languages that are tonal, like I th- I think that Cantonese and Mandarin, they're tonal as well. Mm-hmm. So if you say something just slightly off, they might think you're saying t- something totally different or not understand you. Right, but I'm sure they appreciate the fact that you at least tried. Right, you were intending to learn, and I stopped trying right there. And that, well, well, that makes sense. <laughs> with, you didn't want to offend anybody, yeah. No, you didn't want to offend anybody. No, no, and you were just like, all right, and, and that's the thing. But but what I was saying is that you have to be aware that sometimes those were, those names are just going to be almost impossible to someone to say, especially at first. Right. And if you believe it's important to you, well, 
then you got to deal with it a little bit. That's that's yeah. my personal thing. My last name is spelled wrong all the time. I spell it with an S. They spell it with a Z. Oh man, mine is M O T A. Yeah. And you know how many time and how, times and how often I see moto. Yeah. And I'm like, it's so mota. But it just sounds cool because of the commercial. Hello, moto. Yeah, I know. I get that all the time too. <laughs> <laughs> but but and so part of me uh, of this is like, well, listen, your parents did come to another country where the language is different. They're at some point for some people you will have to make concessions if it's important to if it if your name is truly where you get your identity which i don't i don't personally get it that way but i know other people do uh you know my last name is important cuz that was my dad's but you know in the kingdom i'm not going to go by that name and 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 i'm <laughs> glad you pointed that out so people know the perspective where you're coming right. from you know yeah, yeah. um frankly in in my opinion it doesn't matter to me whether you immigrated or not, mm -hmm. or if you're second or third gen and for namesake and for other different reasons, um, you have the name that you have. If it bothers you, say something. Yeah. You know, have a conversation about but it and be honest. Because, see, like, like, I don't think that only because they migrated here, now they just have to deal with whatever the No, no, no I'm not saying they and just I'm not, have to deal with it. No, no, I'm, I'm just, this is just okay. my, my perspective. Like, you have to say something. Like, I went a long time without saying anything. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I just don't like my name. And I started feeling, like, I learned later on, like, there's nothing wrong with my name. Mm -hmm. My name is unique, and that's a good thing. And I think, and, I, and, and what we want to do is, is encourage you that if you run into people who have difficulties with names or what have you, have a conversation. Or this with is anything what we're talking in your about. culture. Because yes. this goes beyond just names. Yes, I agree. Thank you, PJ, for pointing that out. The idea is we want to encourage you to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. They are difficult, yes, but they're so beneficial to be able to have a respect a respectable conversation, all right? Uh, with someone and understand, get clarity. You know, it's so sad that 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 was the experience. Even when their loved one passed away, you can only imagine the amount of pain and hurt that they're going through right. in losing a loved one. And then you want to pile on with the fact that they kept getting the person's name wrong. And that's that's where this really strikes with me. I, I must admit, I still have trouble with the first part because mm -hmm. my name has been said wrong when I travel. Right, right, right. So we is, have some, my name continues to be spelled yeah. We can wrong, relate. We can right? relate. I can oh relate goodness, to can't that. Speak anymore. Uh, but I do know that I'm a little bit more flippant about things than other people. Like mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, and I know, I, I know I have to deal with that demon in my life that sometimes it's not a big deal, but to them it is a big deal. Yeah. And I need to be more aware of that. But where it does get me is you're right. It's unprofessional for those, uh, journalists not to get their names right. I mean, I think they about, should have been able to get their names right. Thank you. I think about sports, mm -hmm. like they do such a valiant effort, yes, to get these names right yeah. because the, they are multicultural in sports, like wild. But on the flip side, I have heard stories. I, I'm trying to remember who that person was. There was someone who's like, yeah, people have been saying my name wrong for ages. Yes. And I think, I don't even know if they I don't were, remember who you're talking about. I don't even think they were international yeah. necessarily. It was just an odd name that they'd been getting wrong. And they're like, well, no, that's not the way it's really said. But for ages, they'd been dealing with that. Well, look at this. A, a very popular name mm -hmm. uh, currently, Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, one of the analysts for ESPN was calling him Pat Mahomes oh, in, yeah, a, yeah, in yeah. a telecast, and right? The mom. And the mom was like, stop calling my son Pat. His name is Patrick. You see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, she was a little bit more forward than you want to be, yeah. right? But the point is, say something. You know, try your best. Figure out what works and what doesn't work, you know? And and don't be afraid to, to, to try and fail and then just be honest and be like, look, I this is probably something I'm going to struggle with. Is there another way we can address you? Or are you comfortable with me slaughtering it till I get it right? Correct. I and think that's, that's something that you need to... To be able to say. Yes. And then that's where I turn to. You're just going to have to deal with it. If you tell people, sure, keep calling me by my name until you get it right. Yeah. Then you got to deal with that. That was your choice. Right. But you also had got to extend some grace to the people who are probably going to struggle with your name if you're in a different culture. That's just. And, and, and I get that this was a pile on and I don't want to I don't want people to say that. Now, there are some things that I once again, 
Here, here's another thing that where they were cursio kind, and I'm I need to ask someone this because I think some of this might be cultural, and, and I want to make sure that I'm fair to all the cultures. I I know sure. I keep going to Thailand because that was my experience, uh -huh. but I need to talk about that experience there because here's you know this one part where she says where my parents would laugh along when, with people making fun of their names. Why, if they're truly making fun of their names, not cool, mm -hmm. right? Um, disrespecting them once again, not cool. Are getting frustrated about their names. Right. I can understand that one a little bit because if I'm ha having a hard time with their name, I would get frustrated and I, I would apologize about it. Right. But here's what she said: I would hate that they, talking about her parents, apologize when other people didn't get their names right because they were being cursio kind. By the ah, way. Right. <laughs> appreciate it. But for for part of me, this is in Thailand. This was part of their culture. Mm -hmm. They weren't very confrontational. Yeah. They were very hierarchical. Mm -hmm. And so if someone that higher than them made a mistake, they weren't going to correct them. They would kind of be a, a little quiet, right? And I, I'm going to share another post next week yeah. that talks about this a little bit as well, and we'll sure. get into a little bit. But mm -hmm. I want us to think, I, I'm wondering if part of this is a little cultural that they would apologize in the Asian culture. Like, I, I, find, that, I find that Caucasians tend to be a little bit more forward. Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, you're slaughtering my name. <laughs> as far as maybe some other cultures are more like, okay, just a little more silent. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that more next week. But okay. I just wanted to bring that up yeah, so that we can think about it. Yeah, I appreciate and, that. And, and kind of help process that. Yeah. So anyways, I think that's kind of where I am. I mean, let's let's do our best to be aware of other cultures. Yeah. To be aware of, of what people are sensitive about. I know I have issues with that. I know that I tend to downplay certain things like, oh, you got my name right? Big deal. No one yeah. else should care. It's just a name. <laughs> um, but it does bring me to some interesting concepts of Scripture. You know, God often changed names in Scripture. He did. Jacob to Israel. Mm -hmm. Saul to Paul. Abram to Abraham. Simon to Peter. Yeah. Yes, Abram to Abraham. Sarai to Sarah. Oh, yes. That's and correct. they all meant things. They, and sometimes I'm wondering, and I don't want to be insensitive here, but I, I, don't, I don't want to take this the wrong, wrong way you to take it the wrong way but even in my own life sometimes do we take too much stock on earthly things instead of letting our heavenly creator you know as a christian mm -hmm. right as a christian I, he's going to change our name you know when we, we're born sinners but he changes our name from sinner to son and daughter of god yeah he extends that grace to us and says hey that's not your identity your identity is in me amen yeah. And that's something that, you know, I want all of us to kind of think about where where do we get our identity, right? Yeah. And we, I've talked about this many times. I'm trying to be less earthbound and more kingdom bound. Yeah. Uh, but I knew I also need to be sympathetic when someone else is bothered by something. And I know, I know that's something I'm working on. That's all right. Well, PJ, I need you, to be more cursio kind. I don't know you want to do that, but I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, PJ, you going to pray for us as we uh, wrap it up? Yes, I will. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for who you are, that you created us, that we are your son and daughter. Lord, may we never forget the name that you have given us. And that's a child of the King. Amen. We thank you for adopting us into your family and um, guiding and directing us. Lord, we pray that every day we will have conversations that will lead other people to you and to yes. a better understanding of each other. Amen. For you created us all and you did good. Thank you for your love and grace, Lord. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Grace and peace to you all. This is PJ, and I'm out. I like what you did there at the end, by the way. This is PK. Many blessings. Till next time. What did I do? In the name of Jesus. Yes. Back to his name.